Welcome, everyone, to the Talking Kentucky postgame show. My name is Coleman Scott. Uh, I'm joined here by Brad Harvey of College Sportscast for the first Talking Kentucky postgame show of the season as the Cats uh, get the victory over Ball State 44 to 14 uh, in what I would call a so so game. Uh, we had some positives, we had some negatives. Um, you know, just going through uh, a little general spiel really quick to start stuff off here. You know, I think you look at the positive side of things. Um, I think the overarching positive for everybody is that special teams is way improved this year com uh, compared to last year. Um, I think we were three for three on field goals, all of which were over 40 yards. And uh, we hit all our extra points. And that was just simply not the case last year. Um, so that was certainly a plus and, and a relief that we are improved on that side of the ball. Um, we did all the little things well. We were able to tackle. We didn't have many missed tackles. Uh, we were able to not fumble snaps. We were able to do all these little things well that we couldn't necessarily count on last year. And most of all, probably what I'm most excited about is we were able to get to the quarterback. Um, we had eight tackles for loss. Uh, in just the first half, uh, to, uh, I almost said in tonight's game, I guess it was today's game. It was, a, it was an early game today. Um, but we had eight tackles for loss at, to where we only had 50 on the entire season last year. So that's good. That's a much improved uh, stat if we stay on that. So, But then there are some negatives too. I mean, the offense was not as well oiled as I would have liked. Uh, we were sloppy sort of on that side of the ball. Uh, Kenneth Horsey goes down and what hopefully is not a long-term injury. Um, but it certainly didn't look good because he was carted off, uh, the field and, uh, he was able to walk off the field in his own power, but, um, you certainly don't like to see him go down. Uh, and along that same token, the O-line, uh, you know, still looked a little shaky. It was still improved from last year, but it still might be an area of concern long-term, especially if Kenneth Horsey isn't eligible or isn't, uh, isn't ready to go if he, if he's still hurt. Um, and, uh, you know, we heard going into this season, the secondary might be an issue. And, uh, it looked like that certainly was a concern today. Um, as ball state was able to air it out for 223 yards, uh, on us, which is, uh, sort of concerning. I think when a, when a Mac team goes over 200 on you. So, um, and they were able to get some some big time plays through the air on us uh, at that, so they weren't just uh, dink and dunk plays. Um, so that's sort of the scope of things. Um, Brad, uh, thank you for joining me. I know that you haven't really had a chance to watch the game in its entirety yet, but you're going to go back and watch that. And uh, I got it so recorded. I was working. <laughs> well, that, that no, I mean that is that is totally cool. But we're getting the organic um brad harvey uh take here on talking kentucky but uh you you do know the final final score you do know some numbers oh, yeah, you do know yeah, a few yeah. things so uh, yeah. what are your initial reactions to just sort of how things went down today in lexington well so i think the offense was a lot slower getting going than kind of what most of us expected um you know it was we were down seven to three at the end of the first quarter and, you know, so it got going a little bit better, you know, by the second quarter. But I think it was a little slower getting going than what we kind of expected. Clyde, what's up, man? I appreciate you guys being on with us. So, uh, 
that's kind of my initial thought. I don't think that um, Larry had his best game today. To exactly. be honest with you, I would agree um, with that. You know, I think Larry. I mean, I'm not saying he was a you know a mess or nothing, but I don't think he played his best game. No. I think we'll see down the road. We'll see a lot better games. Um, so that that's another take. The Hor- Kenneth Horsey going down concern is concerning. Um, you know, going forward, your take on the on on them having 223 pass yards. I mean, their quarterback Hatcher, I think was his name. Um, he has over 10,000 yards in his career. Yep. So I knew they were going to be a passing, you know, a passing team. Mm-hmm. Um, 223 is not terrible. Not terrible. Um, yeah. It's not terrible on a team that passes as much as they do and has a quarterback with over 10,000 yards. So that's, that's kind of my first initial takes on it so far. Sure. Well, and you know, this offensive line, the Ball State offensive line, actually finished in the top five uh, Division One last year in terms of the efficiency of the, of, of the line, uh, and they only ran for seventy-two yards on Kentucky today. So I feel and like we had a line that that's and we good. had three sacks. I think we had three sacks. We 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 had at least three sacks. I know we had eight tackles for loss. Yeah, so, yeah. I think we had three sacks, mm-hmm. which is better than what we did last year in most games. Yep. Um, you know, so that's kind of encouraging. I know uh, Khalil had a sack and a half by himself. Yep. Um, so, you know, that's good to see. J.J. Weaver got a sack. Um, he did. Which is, which is always nice to see. I'd, lo- I'd love to see Weaver, J.J., have a big a big year. Yep. I'd like to um, see him get back there. Trev- After- Trevin Wallace was apparently all over the field, had 12 tackles. Oh, he was a beast. Trevor Wallace is the player of the game today, in my opinion. He, he yeah, was all I mean, over the field. He, yeah. he was all over the field. He had 12 tackles, um, so he seemed to be all over the field today. Uh, so we want to definitely give him a shout-out because he played great. It, you know, it sure looked like anyway. Um, and you look at Leary's numbers, I mean, it's not terrible at all. It's on paper, 18 uh, for 31, 241 yards and a touchdown, one interception. Uh, the interception, I don't know if you saw it, Brad, it was kind of a fluke. Um, and that's what Stoop said in his post game is it, he can't put all of the blame on Leary for some of the things that didn't go well. Um, some timing was just wrong. Um, I, I think Dane Key sort of looked like he may have been in the wrong place at the wrong time on that interception. And Leary was ex- expecting him to go somewhere else. And maybe, you know, it he didn't zigged, look like he zigged and he should have zagged. It zigged and should have zagged. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and you know, like uh, last year, we saw some honestly kind of boneheaded throws from Will Levis at times. I didn't see any of those kind of throws from Leary. In fact, the, the best throws that I saw from Leary were like really good. Like when, when, when he's on it, like it's all, it's right on the money and you, you can't ask for anything better. So I think there's a lot of potential there. Um, and really what I think we need to do with him, Brad, going into these next two non-conference games is just get him, you know, throwing these just little dink and dunk sort of passes down the field, get his confidence up and get him comfortable and get our offense rolling, which, uh, you know, we had one uh, return for a touchdown from uh, a kickoff return for a touchdown from Barry and Brown today. And we had one defensive touchdown 
which is great, but we did we didn't really get the the chance for our offense to to get in the rhythm today because of that. Our offense wasn't on the field as much as we really were, had anticipated yeah, so today. So yeah, one of my offensive concerns is we only had like eighteen carries running, yeah, um, or something like that. Might not might not even been eighteen. We had we had twenty. We had twenty. It looks like. Uh, 20 yeah, rushing that's attempts. Count, that's counting Leary's. I think Leary had four, and I don't know if he actually rushed or, or what. Oh, but, well, that's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that's counting Leary's. So, if you're talking about handoffs to running backs, I think it was like 16 or 18, which is not yep. very many. Well, and one thing that surprised me about the running game, honestly, is that we didn't have a lot. I mean, like uh, Ray Davis was really the only one that ever touched the ball, especially in the first half. Now, uh, Jutan McLean got some touches too, but you know we we have four guys at running back. I thought we were going to spread the love a little bit more there, and we didn't do that today. I Ray did Davis, too, especially was against the Ball State. Yeah, yeah, especially against yeah. Ball State. But you know, yeah. uh, Ray Davis did have a monster game: fourteen carries for one hundred twelve yards and two touchdowns. So I think he's going to be everything that we expect him to be. Um, he does have that sort of Chris Rodriguez, Benny Snell esque type of uh, you know package going on, but uh, he also has some explosiveness. I mean, we saw him break a couple open into into the open field. So, and that also um, is encouraging uh, regarding the offensive line. Because I'm surprised I, think, I didn't see Ramon Jefferson with a with a few carries. I am too. Because I I thought that he might be the number two guy, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm really surprised that we didn't see him with some carries. Yeah, I, I'm very surprised. I don't th- think he got a, a single touch today. I, I believe it was just uh, Ray Davis and uh, Juton McLean that yeah. touched it today, so, who I didn't even realize was still on the team. I didn't even realize Juton McLean was still on the team, to be honest with you. I thought that was kind of a name from the past. Uh, I thought he would he had gone on to bigger and better things. But, um, you know, Marcus Cox. Um, was the star of the offensive line, in my opinion. You know, he he had a few tackles that he just opened up a, a hole you could drive a school bus through it. I mean, it, it was awesome. I think uh, next to Devin Leary, he may have been the the best guy that we got out of the portal um, because we needed to get better up front, and I think he's going to be a huge addition uh, this year. So um want to give him a who, shout out for who sure. Who filled in for Kenneth Horsey when Horsey went down? Uh, it was that guy from who filled uh, in always, for Horsey when Horsey went down. It, it was that guy from um, was West it Tanner Virginia. Bowles? No, it wasn't Tanner Bowles. It, I think it was a transfer West from West Virginia. I, his name is escaping me. So I it was just like Dylan it. Ray. Dylan Ray. That's Dylan him. Ray. I think. Yeah. 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 I think he's from West. Is in that right? Any transfer from West Virginia? Am I making that up? Yeah, yeah, he's from West Virginia. Yeah. He's from West Virginia. Okay, gotcha. Um, well, I already said that Ray Davis is a stud. On, and also, I, I have a few people written down here that are studs. I wrote down Trayvon Wallace is a stud. Ray Davis is a stud. And then finally, Dane Key uh, is a stud. Five receptions for 96 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I think three of those receptions for, were for over uh, 20 yards. So, uh, he's also going to be everything he's cracked up to be this year. So I think sophomore Dan Key is going to be a huge, uh, huge jump this year, huge target, especially in the red zone. Um, yep. So uh, being the height that he isn't he like six four or something? Yeah, he's somewhere he, he's, in that range. Yeah, somewhere. he's up there. So he's yeah. just going to go just catch it on people's heads this year. So uh, well, I wanted to look at a couple highlights here. Let's just at least look at the scoring highlights here. 
uh, to kind of kick off the episode here. So, uh, first of all, well, I mean, we we had the uh, we marched it right down the field, Brad. When the the first play was a Devin Leary uh, like 20, 30 yard pass um, to Dane Key down the field, and, and uh, I was I was ready to reserve my hotel room in Atlanta. I mean, I was I was looking <laughs> for SEC championship tickets. I mean, I was I was a happy camper. Uh, right. for, for sure. But uh, then uh, we had this nice little sweet pass to Barry on Brown. He drops it and then we have to settle for a field goal. Otherwise I think that would have been, uh, would have been six on the, on the first possession there. Um, but uh, it, it was all, and Stoops even said this in his post-game press conference too, um, with our interview with Tom Leach, that it was almost just as good that we, that we uh, had to, you know, kick a field goal on the first drive to put everybody at ease with, uh, for the special teams <laughs> and the fact that show everybody that we can, we can catch a snap and we can make a field goal unlike last yeah. year. <laughs> so, um, so that was good. But then, uh, you know, and then ball state answers with the touchdown, everybody kind of gets a little bit nervous and a little bit like, uh Oh, what's going on. But then Ray Davis uh, answered with this touchdown here. Davis gets a handoff, cuts it to the right wow. side and gets into the end zone for a touchdown. What vision, what vision by the running back. Unbelievable job by the offensive line, but he was untouched. And you know, you know whose voice that is, Brad? That's the old uh, old Vanderbilt coach, Derek Mason, was calling the game today. Derek Mason? <laughs> Derek Mason was up there, yeah. yeah. I actually thought, I don't know who the other guy was, but I actually thought it was kind of savage uh, before the game. Derek Mason said, oh, it's good to be up here in the in the box instead of down there on the field. And the other guy said, yeah, you can't lose up here. <laughs> I thought that was pretty, I thought, man, Mason's pretty ballsy to say uh, on, on television there. But uh, then uh, after that, we had uh, Jalen Geiger made uh, his uh, his sort of reappearance after his ACL injury last year with this uh, huge scoop and score, which I think this was a big turning point in the game uh, where all the momentum kind of shifted into Kentucky's favor here. So Jalen Geiger with the scoop and score. Here's Hatcher. Zone coverage. Underneath. Koziel makes the catch, and he gets hot. Ball comes free. No whistle. On the run, the Cats' Jalen Geiger will take it to the end zone. What a play by Jalen Geiger. Wow. Right place, right time. 66 yards. Koziel got walloped by Trevin. And honestly, I thought that may have been tar- – everybody thought they were going to call that back for targeting. They didn't because it, it wasn't targeting. Um, but, man, that was uh, that was electric. We needed that. Anytime the defense can score, whether it's a scoop and score or a pick six, you are in business in a ball game. Just That's absolutely every, right. Just about every time. Well, then a couple of possessions later, we almost, I know you didn't, uh, I don't know if you've heard about the whole like second scoop and score, the scuttlebutt about that or the controversy. I have not. Yet. So we we did have another clean hit and obvious fumble that, w- that we took back for a scoop and score. The ref blew it dead and they reviewed it. We got the ball, but they took the touchdown off the board because they blew the play dead. And Stoops was absolutely livid because it could have been twenty-four to seven. Yeah, uh, going into half, and uh, and Stoops was was pretty angry about it. So Stoops was in mid-season form uh, in the first <laughs> half here. So. Well, they just cost they just cost Kentucky a touchdown. 
but they still have to look at it. They, they may will. not give them the touchdown. It was an immediate recovery it, by yes. Kentucky, which would allow them, even though, to possess the football. To get the so Stoops, Stoops was on it there. In the he was chewing him out, wasn't he? He was, yeah. So that was – and, yeah, honestly, I don't know what – I don't know if it was an SEC officiating crew or who they were, but it, it, the game was not officiated well. And that's not, you know, saying that they were trying to screw Kentucky or anything. I'm not saying that. They just didn't do a good job at their job. Like, you're not supposed to blow a play like that dead. You're not supposed yeah. to do that. You can go back and review it, and you could take the points off if it wasn't a fumble. But if you blow it dead and it wasn't dead, then you have to take the points off the board. Well, and I don't even happened. understand. So if you blow the play dead, wouldn't you have to blow it dead before the fumble? How could you blow a play dead? Is it, well, they, they were saying and that. Then, was, and then allow a fumble. Well, they were saying that, that, he was, that he was down. They called it back as he was running back for the touchdown, saying that he was down. So that's when they blew it dead. Oh, okay, yeah. I got you. But still. Like, you don't do that because then when you review it, then you can make that determination and make the right call rather than you can't put the points back up on the board. Right. Which was frustrating. Uh, and obviously, um, Stoops was, was frustrated as well there. Uh, then we finally had our first Devin Leary touchdown uh, thrown to Dane Key uh, on the other end. Release from the tight end. He will roll it right. Coming back with Boo. Over the middle. Touchdown. Flag down, touchdown, Kentucky. Dane Key in the back of the end zone from six yards out. And then it seems like we have to have at least one of these a year. Uh, Barry and Brown with the 99-yard kickoff return for a touchdown, showing off his speed early on this season. No, right? How do you respond to that adversity? They certain, certainly were dealt it in the first half, losing a guy like Clayton Call to see their response. And under a new quarterback like that, says a lot about their response. And, and Mr. Electric. Here is a response from Kentucky. Barry and Brown had a 100-yard return last year. This one will go 99 yards. We hadn't called his name a lot in this ballgame, but it doesn't take long for this young man to show what the magic looks like. You're not catching Barry and Brown. If you <laughs> no, you're not. In space, if you give him space, nobody is catching Barry and Brown. And that's a very valuable weapon to have. I mean, Tavion <laughs> Robinson is, is returning the punts, with Barry and Brown returning the kickoffs. I mean – our special teams are in a very good place. I mean, that's my biggest takeaway from the game is that our special teams are in a great place. And when you can fire on all three cylinders, I mean, to be a really great football team, you at Freddie Maggard is real big on this. You got to be great offensively, defensively, and on special teams. Oh, yeah. You can't just have two. It's got to right. be all three. And last year, we just didn't have the capacity to be good on special teams. And we this were year, horrible. On special teams. Well, that's why I'm very, I'm, I'm very uh, sort of encouraged after today is because special teams is firing on all cylinders already. The, the problems we were having on offense and defense, they can be fixed. They're very fixable. Last year, we just sort of felt this sense at the beginning of the season of like, yeah, I, I just don't know if we had the right pieces this year. This year, I feel like we have the right pieces to get where we want to be. We just got to tighten up some things. And, you know, Stoops said uh, – in, in his post-game interview with Tom Leach said he was pissed. And, you know, you look at the score, we won by 30. And there's a lot of people today that that did not win <laughs> by 30. Uh, and, and, you know, you look at TCU. 
lost to Colorado at home, right? A team that's supposed to win three games this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, looking at, at some of these other scores around the country. They just don't you know, play any defense in the Big 12. It's just like, <laughs> what's, the, what's the deal? They don't. Uh, they they absolutely don't. I, th- I just saw Mississippi State was only up uh, less than two touchdowns on southeastern Louisiana going into the second half. So, you know, ever, everybody has their things in opening week. So, um, you know, somebody made a good point on, on Matt Jones's postgame show that last year, um, you know, maybe we only win this game by 10 or 13. This year we win it by 30, and I think that's the difference between this year's team and last year's team. So, well, I mean, when you're getting kickoff return touchdowns and scoops and scores, that really helps. Like those two things, you get those in ball games, you're gonna you're gonna not only win games, you're probably gonna win by a few touchdowns in most cases. That's right, absolutely. So, and you know, I'm encouraged because we've got well. Eastern Kentucky. I don't know if you've seen this. I've got to, I got to check up on this uh, Cincinnati Eastern Kentucky game. It was getting pretty ugly there, uh, and Cincinnati's not even supposed to be good this year. You know they've got uh, old Scott Satterfield's up there now from Louisville. Yeah. So we and we know how he did at Henry uh, Jones, the old Florida quarterback. That's right. Quarterback. That's right. They do. Yep, yeah, that's their quarterback. So Cincinnati's up on EKU. Fourth quarter just started, fifty-nine to ten. So. <laughs> that that's that's encouraging news. You know, I don't want to jinx anything, but that's encouraging news uh, for the Colonels coming into Kroger that's Field next ugly. week. That's pretty. That's pretty <laughs> ugly. Yeah, that's that's about as bad as it gets there. So, uh, you know, and it, I, I think the person that probably is the most qualified to speak on the offensive line uh, is probably Devin Leary. And after the game, he said that he felt comfortable, and he was only I think he was only sacked twice. One was kind of a fluky sack at the end of the game. So really, in my eyes, he was only sacked once, and that was in the fourth quarter. And, I mean, that's good. We couldn't say that last year. Even against these, you know, kind of stinky teams in the beginning of the year, they were getting to us, and they were breaking oh, yeah. through our O-line. So uh, here's Leary talking about his O-line. Yeah, I felt fine. I felt fine. I feel like, honestly, I barely got touched today. Um, and, you know, credit to those guys. You know, they, they came into this year – and they're going to continue to play with a chip on their shoulder because, you know, what they keep hearing about last year or keep hearing, you know, interpretations of what this offensive line is going to be. So, you know, credit to those guys. I'm really proud of those guys. I think they did a great job understanding what they needed to do every play and protecting as best as they could. And like I said, we'll we'll watch the film, learn where we can get better. But overall, I'm really proud of those guys. Coach Duke. So that's encouraging to me. Um, you know, we couldn't say that last year. So, uh, and I feel like that guy has ice water in his veins. Honestly, I feel like you know he came out right away, and I like I said, first pass or first play of the game, first play of the season, play action to Dane Key, wide open. He was cool as a cucumber. You know, just came out and just he looked very comfortable, and he also avoided some sacks too. Honestly, he was able to come out and and uh, I feel like he was more comfortable dare I say, are more elusive in the pocket than even Will Levis was. Um, so I think that that's going to be a plus moving forward, too. Um, but uh, And Clyde here in the comments down here says, O-line much improved. I agree, Clyde. Um, he also says, we beat this team better than we beat Miami of Ohio last year. Yeah, I remember kind of feeling not great after the Miami game last year. Now, and I don't feel great right now either, but I, I feel like, I feel better than I did last year. <laughs> so that's at least a start. So, um, 
the only time the only time last year that I really felt good was the Florida game. Yep, and I would agree with that. Absolutely, really? I second that. Um, well, we'll go ahead and open up the phone lines here. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your thoughts on the game. Five zero two two three four one five zero four. Give us a shout. Um, tell us your thoughts on the game. And uh, let's see. Let's look at some other other stats here. I think total yards uh, through the air for Kentucky was two forty one. Total yards altogether for both teams. Ball State two ninety five. Kentucky three fifty seven. Uh, Ball State actually won the time of possession, Brad. They 38-16 to Kentucky's 21-44. Um, so that's a little, you know, that's lopsided. Little strange. That's a little lopsided. Little, well, and and to for it to be that lopsided and, you know, for us to still win by 30, 30. Is, is encouraging. I don't care who you're playing. If you win the time of possession like that, you know, you should be pr- pretty in the ball game, right, yeah. in, in my opinion. Oh, you so, should, Absolutely. Um, so, uh, Caden Holmes is down in the comments here. He says, no, is Colorado going 12 and 0? <laughs> I don't know if they're going 12 and 0, you know, we'll pump the brakes a little bit on that, but, uh, so they've got an offense and they've got one really good outstanding corner. And, and we all knew that Travis Hunter is an, ex, ex, you know, outstanding corner, but he's only on one side of the field. So, you know, well, um, you know, their, uh, their quarterback Shadur Sanders is Dion's son. Yes. Threw, threw for over 500 yards. I, I saw 510. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> four touchdowns and no picks. That's impressive no matter who you're playing. But when you go on the road against the defic- the, the defending national runner-ups, I mean, that's runner-ups. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty, uh, pretty great. You have, um, to, you have to give it to them. They're like they, they really shocked uh, the uh, college football world today. Colorado did to start the season off. You got to give Dion some, a little bit of love to, to get that done. So, and I, I know others will give him a lot of love, but I'm going to, I'm going to hold off just a little bit longer. We'll see. <laughs> On the Colorado I'm, not so, I'm not so sure, you know, TCU's replacing a lot. Yeah. I knew preseason they would be in the 15 to 20 range in the rankings, but that's mainly off of last year. Mm-hmm. You know, so we'll see. I, I'm not sure if TCU is a, you know, seven and five, eight and four team this year, or you know what yeah. I mean. Like I'm not 100 percent sure yet. Yeah, I'm not either. You know, last year they were unranked going into going into Boulder in the opening uh, opening game. So then they ended up in the national championship. So yeah, TCU is right. kind of a kind of a wild card. Yeah, all those all those teams are. Um, Checking in on a couple games, uh, and uh, again, anybody that wants to call, I don't know if Clyde's in, in to call. Clyde's, I don't know if you know Brad, but he's he's packing up to move here in a few days, so he's he's staying busy, but he's still making time to be it, you know, be in the show. And uh, okay. he's and not moving out of Kentucky, is he? He's not moving out of Kentucky. I, I, that's my understanding. He's moving out of Lexington, but I'm not out of not out of Kentucky as as far as I know. But uh, okay. I don't know if he's planning on calling, but, you know, we'll throw that number up there, especially you never called before. You know, give us a shout, 502-234-1504. Ohio State is up on Indiana, 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, 20-3. to Washington's beating Boise State, 35-19. to Texas is finally pulling away from Rice, which is encouraging for Texas fans, uh, 37-3 to there in the fourth quarter. Notre Dame, 56-3 to over Tennessee State. Uh, Auburn pulled away from UMass 52 to 14, Wisconsin 31 to 10 over Buffalo. Um, 
Let's see. Let's look at some of the 59 to 10. We already said with Cincinnati and Eastern Kentucky. Uh, Mississippi State finally pulling away 34 to 7 over Southeast Louisiana. Everybody's just kind of getting, you know, getting into it, uh, Brad. Everybody's taking their sweet time. It seems like well, so the, you know first the first games are always seems like most of the time they start out slow for most teams you know um, you know you're just coming together first snaps of the season. Caden says fifty six to three. Now, Caden, if you think that's bad, okay, uh, Oklahoma beat Arkansas State today seventy three to seven. It was 73 to nothing earlier. I seen that. Yeah. yeah. So that uh that's what we call lopsided. 73 Brent, to 7. Brent Brent meant business. He wasn't pulling nobody out of that game. <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, Mark Stoops felt bad about that last Ray Davis touchdown. He said he he didn't want to rub it in or didn't want to run up the score or anything. Hey, well, it was a cover. He covered the spread. He did cover. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got to cover the spread, right? The, spread, the 30 points that Kentucky won by today covered the spread. Yeah. And I, in, in the world that we're doing, in the world that I'm doing with college sportscast and trying to pick winners and losers and everything else, you know, if somebody's going to cover, you know, cover the spread, whether somebody's, you know, Colorado's mm-hmm. going to keep, like I, I picked Colorado, I think, to. I'll hold it within the spread. So, you yep. know, I, I won that game not because I picked TCU to win. I won that game because I picked TCU to, you know, hold it within the spread, against the spread. Speaking of 73-7, to seven, Ole Miss beats Mercer 73-7 to seven as well. So, Ole Miss off to a hot start there. Hotty toddy. Ole Miss has got one of the best running backs in the nation. Is, is it that same kid from last year? Judkins, he was a true Judkins. freshman last year. They're returning their quarterback too, Jackson Dart, this yeah. year. So, yeah, uh, glad we don't have to play them this year. Uh, unless, of course, we both make the SEC championship, you know, which right. case we have to do that. But, uh, you know, speaking of getting to, off to a slow start, first quarter's almost over. Georgia is only winning seven to nothing over UT Martin. So, keep your eye on that game. Uh, Georgia hasn't started pulling away or anything yet. So, UT Georgia Martin's actually plays Ball State next week. I saw that. What a tough one-two punch. Got to go at Kentucky and so at they, Georgia. they played us today, and then next week they go to Athens to play Georgia. Yeah, that's, that's so tough. So it'll be interesting. That's a score that I'm going to pay attention to after, you know, does Georgia beat them, you know, 60-3 to three next yeah. week? Or, you know what I mean? Like, just what oh, the score yeah. is. I think we're getting a call here. Uh, you're on talking Kentucky. Use this. This is John. How's everybody doing? What's up, John? This John Hammonds, I figured. Yeah, this is him. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on, man? Thanks for calling in. Hammonds is with me on College Sports right? Oh, yeah. Brad's, Brad's saying, oh, you can't hear him probably because uh, he's coming through my headphones. But John is, is saying, uh, or uh, Brad is saying that John is on with Brad on College Sportscast. So, yes. Well, Good thing Brad can't hear me because I don't really want to hear him today. So. <laughs> no, I can hear you. Oh, he can he can hear you. You just can't you just can't hear him. So <laughs> oh, I'm just giving him a hard time. But um you know, I, I know there's a lot of um kind of question marks today. I, I mean I've seen a lot of overreactions about um 
start their Will Levis, Devin Leary. Yep. And I think they need to tone it down a little bit. He's coming off a two-year, you know, he ain't played in two years. That's right. It's just, it's just going to take him time to get evolved into the offense, you know, get the wide receivers um, together and and know when to be on the same page. I thought the defense played really well today. Um, I feel like good luck running on us if you ever do because I think we got a really good run defense. Now, the secondary needs a lot of work. I think they gave up quite a bit of yardage um, through the air. They was giving up little short stuff, and, and that's got to stop when you get into SEC play. You can't be doing that. But nope. overall, I felt like we did really good, you know, I was told on the radio today that the Ball State coach wasn't too happy with Stoops running the score up, which I think he was doing a lot of that to get people reps. Um, Absolutely, yep. He was trying to get guys in there and whatnot. I don't think Stoops would do that on purpose because Stoops He was just covering covering the spread, Hammonds. But overall, I feel like we played good today. Um, You know, what did he say? What did Brad say? Uh, Brad said he was just covering the spread. You know, he, he <laughs> wasn't he wasn't trying to run yeah. up anything. Yeah, <laughs> that's a joke. Yeah, by I'll, the way. I'll let y'all get back to the show. I just wanted to kind of drop in and aggravate Brad a minute and talk <laughs> a little bit about Kentucky. I just got to say one thing. And yeah, man. I, I want to go. I just want to say this. How about prime time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is 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 John a big? Uh, Deion Sanders guy, Brad. He knows that I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm I'm not either. I've been making fun of him all off season, so I'm with you there, Brad. Yeah. Um, but uh I don't know, man. I still feel like we need to pump the brakes. I don't know, man. Like I I it's one game. I mean, it's one game. I mean, they're not gonna win the national championship or anything, but we'll see. You know, time will tell. I think yeah. week two is like the biggest overreaction week. So when everybody's making their bets and making their predictions for this next week, you know, everybody's going to predict Colorado to crush. I don't even know who they play next week. But, they play you know. Nebraska at home. It's actually oh. a pretty big game, and Nebraska <laughs> didn't look good. Yeah, they and probably now, will crush Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, they probably will crush Nebraska, actually. I'm kind of flipping yep. on that one. Yep. Uh, that they, they just got the coach from uh, the right. They got a, Nebraska got the coach from the Panthers, right? He he came to uh, yeah, Nebraska. Matt and Rule were, was their coach. Matt Rule, who was at Baylor before that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, did did look great in the first game. So, um, well, they kind of well, blew it though, didn't they? I mean, they had the game one and they kind of pulled a old Kentucky football on them. Yeah. Late in the game. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll, we'll manage, you know, we'll certainly monitor the, the prime time, uh, radar as the season goes on. So, well, we'll he also knows that I like saying prime time, prime <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who wouldn't love saying that? You know what uh, I mean? From, uh, Chris, you know, Boomer off of ESPN. Yeah. He was doing, when he was doing the highlights, he always was prime time. That's prime right. Time. Boomer, yep. Um, and now John's down in the comments there. Yeah, yeah laughing at your prime time there. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, well, yeah, so, uh, you know, coaches say that the, the biggest week of improvement is week one to week two. Um, so hopefully that's the case. Uh, so, Brad, I, I know, again, I know you, you didn't get to watch the whole game yet, but um, 
what what are your sort of things that you're going to look for next week, uh, the biggest improvements between week one and week two? Well, so Eastern Kentucky is another team who can pass the ball really well. Like they have a quarterback and they have a system and they have some receivers. Actually, uh, Conrad is is the tight ends coach there, are helping with the tight ends. That's right. Forgot about that. Um, at EKU and, you know, ex-Kentucky player, tight end, C.J. Conrad. Yep. And, you know, so it's another team next week that is going to come out passing the ball. Now, mm-hmm. it's Eastern Kentucky. They should not be on the same level of us, you know, but the one thing really to kind of look at next week is – do they light us up in the passing game and then we hold them and they can't score? You know what I mean? But are we giving up huge passing plays basically? Are we making the same mistakes next week that we made this week kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't think it matters who you're playing. You know, I, I I think that the mistakes that we made today, I mean, I think that we can, I mean, overall Brad White's defense is probably going to hold them out of the end zone a whole lot. Right. But you know, when it's, you know, first and 10 from the 25 and you got 75 yards to go, are we giving up a 25 yard pass to, you know, passing play to a team right. like Eastern Kentucky? Which would not be good. Right. Now I do. I did want to point out, you know, my, my score prediction was 42 to 14. So I was, I was pretty close on that. That's you pretty know, good. I was, I was pretty close. I'll see if I can keep that hot streak going into next week. I won't That's pick anything good. too crazy. But, uh, you know, but that being said, like, I, I don't think that um, it, it, the score surprised me necessarily. I feel like it was just like the the way that in which we won. It felt like just the offensively things weren't as easy as I would have or as simplistic as I would have liked them to be. Um, and maybe it, so it, I was expecting Cohen to keep it pretty vanilla especially this first week as, as far as creativity and things. And we saw a lot of eye candy, especially in the opening drive. Um, but, you know, maybe he's got even more up his sleeve. Maybe this was vanilla comparatively. I'd say, I'd say yeah, this, yeah, would be so, my guess. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're 1-0, and that's all we can ask for. <laughs> that's all you can ask for in football is to get a win. That's all that really matters at the end of the day. Oh yeah. So. I mean, you got to take each week at a time. Every coach says that the coach talk. Um, but you know, I, you know, next week we get Eastern Kentucky. I think that Cincinnati score from this week is interesting when you're looking at Eastern Kentucky. And then yep. I also think that it'll be interesting as a Kentucky fan to keep an eye on the Georgia Ball State game next week as well. Absolutely. Yes, I'm going to be watching that. So, uh, yeah, and I'm going to compare the Eastern game <laughs> to the to the Cincinnati Eastern game for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll be keeping an eye on that Georgia, Georgia game for sure, which let's see before we get out of here. Let's see how that Georgia game is going. Uh, looks like UT Martin's got the ball with a minute left in the first quarter. Um, driving down the field on Georgia, so it's it's seven zero Georgia still, but you know you the the Skyhawks are hanging in there, so we'll see. I might go throw that game on over there and see how that's going. But uh, <laughs> yeah, um, well, uh, I think that you, you got any you got any other hot takes, Brad, on the game or anything? Well, I mean, you know, so 
talking about Devin Leary, you know, Leary, from, from everything that I hear, Leary likes to roll to his right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would agree with that. He, he likes he likes to operate and kind of – I mean, not that he can't stay in the pocket. He does stay in the pocket and does a great job of that. But if he has to break containment, he likes to roll to his right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's one thing to keep an eye on. I'm hearing he is great at rolling to his right and being able to pass and drop back and pass. Um, so, you know, I think that's something to kind of keep your eye on. And then when he is moving, you were kind of talking about how he was maybe a little more elusive in the pocket than Will Levis. Yeah. So here's my take on that. Levis, when, when he moved, Levis was more like a bulldozer and I'm going to run you over and I'm going to jump over you. And he he just and and he could run the ball, Levis would. Right. Now the difference with Leary is is he moves in the pocket and moves up, but he keeps his eye downfield. Yeah. And Leary, even though he is moving around and escaping in the pocket, his eyes are still looking at his receivers and he's still you know, looking over the field and, and when somebody pops open, he's going to can't, he's going to, you know, have a cannon and he's going to throw it to him most of the time on a dime. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's two big things. I'd like to see Tavion Robinson step up still and, and kind of be that third guy. Um, Barry on, I think only had three receptions today. I know he had a great game simply because he had a kickoff return. That yep. doesn't happen. And he's had two now back-to-back seasons. Um, so, you know, in the first yep. game of each season, by the way, against Max schools, his first one last year was against Miami of Ohio, first game. And That's had, right. And then he had That's one right. today, a first game against a Max school, Ball State. Uh, that's good, good tie in there. Uh, but yeah, Berrion had three receptions for 39 yards. Um, uh, Tavion Robinson, like see him, I'll be honest with you, I'd like to see Dane and Berrion and Tavion really, yeah, have, have at least five catches a game. Here's the thing, though, that I would like to see more of going forward, and maybe this is just again Cohen trying to keep it vanilla for now and saving some stuff, but. We only had one tight end reception today and only one tight end target. To, it was to Brendan Bates. Now it went for 30 yards. Right. So when we throw to the tight ends, I feel like it goes well. So the sort of repeating refrain that all Kentucky fans ask is, why don't we throw the t- to the tight ends more? Yeah. And hopefully we do that. that I mean, that's the one thing I think I, think Demi, I would like to see. I think Demi see. from NC State had a couple of catches today. Um, he's kind of a yeah. Two, he's kind of a, he's kind of a backfield guy, but he comes out of the backfield to catch the ball. He's really good at it. Yeah, um, that's something to watch. Actually, Juton McLean is pretty good at catching the ball out of the backfield as well. Uh huh. Yeah, he's got that um, speed, right? And so, uh, you know, that's something to watch. Clyde, I see you got Dane Key down there. Dane Key had a heck of a game, and he and he's gonna have, and he had six catches. That's where Dane really needs to be. Um. 96 yards, I believe, and a touchdown, which is a, a you know, 
that's that's where I would like to see the guys, you know, five at least five catches. Um, and I think all three of them have that kind of talent. Um, the difference today was is Leary was only 18 of 31. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're 24 of 31, where you would like to be, then you got six more receptions and you spread that out over your three or four guys. And then you got, got you know, most of them are close to five catches a game. Yeah. Um, how about also, that? Also would like to see more carries. So yes. it doesn't look like, it doesn't look like that we had a whole lot of time of possession today. I'm going to guess that we didn't get to run a whole lot of offensive plays. 21 we minutes. Didn't. We 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 uh, only ran I think it's fifty one plays today. See that's way too low. Like we need to yeah. we need to push for seventy. Yeah, yeah. And again, part of that is because of the defensive success though, and the special team success that we have with the kick return and uh, the defensive score. Um, yeah. So I mean that's that's 50, not a bad 51 thing. Fifty one offensive plays is way too low. But you know. That's again why Stoops wasn't Stoops wasn't trying to run up the score or anything. He he just needed we needed reps, right? Yeah. That's really what the the offense wasn't necessarily playing bad. They just needed to get into a rhythm, and they never got into a rhythm today. And and hopefully um, we can do that next week against Eastern Kentucky, especially since it looks like they do in fact uh, suck. <laughs> so hopefully, like I um, said, that's an ugly score. Yeah, that is not not a great score there. But hey, how about this? Trevon Wallace, twelve total tackle tackles, six solo six tackles. Solo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the two tackles for loss. Yeah, he was all over the field today. Jordan Lovett, uh, seven tackles, uh, four solo tackles. JJ Weaver had a sack. He had six or four solo tackles, and six total. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot to build on here. I think I, I think we. My takeaway from the game is that we have the pieces to be really good, but we do have we do have a ways to go. We do have. I know Miami of Ohio it. had a pretty good line coming back, but I will say this on the defensive side: I'm, I was surprised not to see Dion Walker more in the stats. I completely agree with that. Um, yes, he only had two tackles. I think um, yep. you, you're, you was looking at him, but I think he only had two tackles. I was a little more surprised. Um, he did. He had two tackles. Yep. Deion Walker has got extreme talent, and he showed it in the SEC last year. Yep. Against you know that kind of talent, you would think he could handle you know Miami of Ohio a little better. So I was a little surprised at that on the defensive side of the ball. But I didn't even know who this Saunders guy was, Khalil Saunders. I, I mean, was he even on the team last year? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He, he played. He, I think he was a backup. I don't think he started. Okay. But. Maybe, okay, maybe it's coming back to me a little bit. But, I mean, he was a surprise on the D-line to me, honestly. I mean, yeah. he was getting back there, too. What what did he have today? He had a sack uh, had, and a half. He had a sack and a half, two solo tackles, four total tackles. I mean, he was – he yeah. surprised me. He, he yeah. got after it out there. Right. Um, so, uh, anybody else that wants to call, we'll kind of do a last call for calls here. We gotta, ha- gotta have, we have one caller, but we gotta have some more, you know, let's get the big win. It's opening day, 502-234-1504, or, uh, throw a comment in the feed. 
<laughs> yeah, there you go. Dude, they can do the whole call me that, uh, that Brad's doing there. Yeah. Um, so uh, Jalen Geiger, too, uh, was uh, was another guy that just, you know, he with the uh, I mean, having the kick, the scoop and score thing. I mean, just I feel like having him back out him there is on awesome. the field after being hurt last year and having to miss like he blew out his knee. He, you know, he's coming back really, you know, probably earlier than what most normal people would. Um, yeah. And, you know, they said he was ready, and he sure looked like it. So it's good to see J- Jalen Geiger, Geiger back on the field. And Absolutely. Kentucky fans, y'all ought to know what this is. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's Marcus Cousins, right? we got to know who that is. <laughs> Brad, who do, well, uh, you know, I'm going to be watching some LSU Florida State tomorrow. Now I'm going to throw my – put my oh, yeah, absolutely. face on and, you know, go ahead and uh, – or, you know, my, jump into my Cajun jeans. And, well, for uh, one day, know. I'm going to pull for LSU next ne- – or tomorrow. So, you know. Do you have yeah. them winning, though? Yeah. Yeah, I picked, okay. L- I picked LSU. Yeah, who you got in this uh, North Carolina South Carolina showdown night? I actually picked North Carolina in this one. They're oh, me too. Both they're actually both two and a half point spreads. North Carolina's favored two and a half, and LSU is actually favored two and a half over Florida State in Orlando, which is a little surprising to me. Um, yeah, but I picked. LSU to win, and I picked North Carolina to win. So we'll see how these two um, ACC versus SEC showdowns will go. Yeah. Um, the other one, there was three this week. Oh, the other one was Tennessee, Virginia, and Tennessee yeah, won yeah. big. And Tennessee won big, which I knew that. So, yeah, I think yeah. Virginia, I don't know if you, you've uh, heard me say it on our show, but um, I, don't, I don't think Virginia is going to win a game this year. I mean, they might win one. They might I be. If, I don't know if I'm going to say zero, but they're not very good. I can I, tell you that. Well, they they play William and Mary. I think they might beat William and Mary. I yeah. think they might go one and eleven. They pull a Colorado from last year, go one and eleven, maybe. Uh, now, okay, Josh Hart says he's calling in about five minutes, so I guess okay. that means that we gotta we gotta stay on for at least five more minutes, right, Brad? <laughs> yeah. I don't so, know. If, um, I don't know if Matt Jones would do that for Josh, but I think we'll we'll do that for Josh. So. <laughs> We're going to big time, Josh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but what are some of the is, – is LSU Florida State the only game happening tomorrow? Why is that even on a Sunday? Like, I, it was on a Sunday because last it's, year, Because they do that every year on Labor Day weekend. Uh, so, there's one game Monday night as well, Clemson and Duke on Labor uh, Day. Man, that'll be a not great game, I wouldn't think. Clemson it's and Duke. It's at Duke. Duke actually was nine and four last year, and most people have no idea that they were nine and four. Um, I, I had no idea they were nine and four. That's news to me. They had most people have no idea that they were nine and four. They have a quarterback named Riley Leonard. Remember that name. He will probably be a first or second round pick in the NFL draft. Riley is, Leonard. Riley Leonard is his All name. Right, they were nine and four last year. It's Clemson's going to Duke. Now Clemson's favored 13. And I actually picked Clemson to cover. So, but I don't think it'll be a lopsided game. I think Clem, uh, Duke will stay in there for two or three quarters. And then Clemson will pull away, win by 14, 17, something like that is kind of yeah. what, I, what I figured. 
but I think we're I think we're getting a Claude Hare call here. Actually, okay. So, hey, what, what's up, Claude? How you doing? Good, just worn out, tired. Been moving or packing <laughs> to move? It, it, it's like it, it's like it's like it's like pretty much hell, pretty much. <laughs> oh no, man. What's up, Claude? Well, I'm sorry. My sister, my sister was talking to me. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, you're good, man. How's it going? What do you think of the Cats? I thought they played good. Uh, I watched the game on my phone on uh, Funchester, the, the Facebook group. I don't know if you've heard of that group before, Funchester TV. Funchester TV. No, I have not. I'm going to have to check that out. Brad's giving me a thumbs up over here, so maybe I'll have to look into that. It's a yeah, Kentucky uh, site. Because we're Spectrum and yeah, the ESPN on Spectrum. Spectrum is having a war with Disney because Disney's trying to buy out ESPN from, I guess, uh, Spectrum. So right now, Spectrum and uh, Disney are in a war negotiation with Spectrum trying their best to keep ESPN right now. But I think Spectrum is failing miserably right now. Seems like it. What a bad time for all that to be going on if you're a Kentucky fan, man, or any or a college football fan a in college general. College football fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So. Tell me. Tell me about it. It sucks because, you know, all these people, of course, they over here, you know, want to watch the game on their big old TV. They have a big screen TV or whatever, but then they're just stuck trying to watch it on a phone, which, I mean, it works, but it's not the same as watching it on your big screen TV. That's right. Well, what do you think about um... – I mean, how are you feeling? Like, are do you feel better than you were expecting to? Not as good as you're expecting to? Uh, what, what's your takeaway from the game? Well, you know what? I am impressed with the whole line. I'm, thank God they've improved. Yeah. Thank <laughs> right. you, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, good Lord, that was a. I don't even know last year. This was a this was a Kentucky O line I'm familiar with, especially the first year Will Levis was here. This is kind of that O-line. And then um, I feel like Larry could have played a little bit better, but he didn't play terrible. Now, I will question this. On fourth and two, when we should have just punt the ball away, why did we go for it? And why did he hit, Why did he throw an interception? He threw the ball out too quick, and he threw a pick. And I was like, why in the world are you doing that? Just punt the ball. Yeah, I, I... – I think I think what it was, and I think Josh is trying to call in here too. See, this is this is the this is why we need a Shannon the dude on on this show to, help, to put the callers <laughs> on hold and stuff like that. But um, I think what it was was just a miscommunication thing. I don't really think it was Devin Leary's fault. I think I think uh, maybe it was a timing issue because it looked like he was expecting Dane to go somewhere that he was not. Looked just like a miscommunication, mistiming thing going on there. But I didn't have a problem with it, them going for a Clyde because I think we were on ball states like 35 or 30 yard line so it was like two yards i i think the crowd was into it I was, it's like yeah I, th- I think we could have gone for it but you know the interception doesn't bother me that much because it was fourth down it's like it doesn't really matter anyway you know it's like if we weren't going to convert it then you know it's not like it was like a pick six or anything so yeah and uh you know it's just like i said the first game jitters that were just you know, it's just the jitters thing right now. You know, it ain't nothing really too worried to freak out because, I mean, last season a lot of people were freaking out because of the first game, and you know I see why. But this year, we got we got a better we got a better team. We're we're we're, more, we're much improved. These transfers, 
they'll get in the swing of things. Same with Ray Davis. I mean, yeah, he scored two touchdowns. But he's just trying to get in the flow of this offense. You know, Cohen can do a bunch of different things with him, just like with Dane Key and Mr. Barry on. So, I think, and Larry, of course. So, I think we'll be fine. I'm just happy to have Cohen back. And, uh, Amen. You know, I, just, I really think this team is going to go places. I really do. Amen. I, I do too, man. I do too. Well, uh, thanks for calling in and uh, go cats. And I hope your moving goes well. When do you make the big move? Uh, well, I'm sorry. When, when do you make the big move? Is that next week? I'll have to be officially out next Saturday. By the way, do you know what time we play next Saturday? Hopefully it's at nighttime. Cause that way it's when I'm 3 PM. Yeah, I think, I, th- I believe it's 3 PM. Eastern. I think okay. Eastern time, right, well, three p.m. Eastern. I'll, I'll make it. I'll make it work. I, I will make that work. Oh yeah, we all uh, Kentucky fans. We always make it work. We always find time for our cats. But all right, man. Well, well anyways, thank you all. And I know Josh is college, so I don't want to keep him. And uh, I'm gonna get back to watching the show. And go cats and God bless. Go cats and God all bless. Right, that's a good way Ooh. to end the call right there. Go yeah, cats. Yeah, that's God that's bless. pretty cool, Claude. Um, we'll go. All right. Well, hopefully we get can get Josh in here next. Um, Let me ask a quick question. Maybe you can ask Josh this. Did we score yeah. 44 points at all last year in a game? I'm going to go with no because I don't remember that, and I feel like I would. I'm just saying, <laughs> where you know, some of some of the Cats fans are kind of questioning the way we played today and stuff. Did we score yeah. 44 points last year in a game? I don't remember that. I, I'm, I'll ask Josh right now because we got him uh, getting ready to be on the phone here. Josh, how's it going, man? Hey, it's going good. How you doing? Doing well, man. What do you think of the cats? Actually, Brett, we we got a question for you. Brad and I were just talking about did we ever score forty four points last year? Did we ever score that many points on anybody? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. I don't I think, think so. Yeah. You know, and there's a couple people talking bad about Larry. I mean, my God, it's the first game. Yeah. I mean, we we covered the spread. I was close on the board. That's I what I said, Josh. 10, it was 44 to 14. I was close. I was just off. Yeah. We played exceptionally well today. Yeah, I think we did too. So what are your what are your big takeaways from the game? What are your big uh, improvements that you would want to see for next week, you think, if, if any? Uh, let's see. Big improvement next week? Um... Let's see here. Well, I mean, Kentucky's going to get better with uh, with uh, better decision making, especially from Larry. I guess. I mean, even though he's just he's brand new. Yeah. A few back choices today. They're not not bad. I mean, I mean, it wasn't horrible. His first first half was a little sluggy. Second half was a lot better. Um, you know, um, what else was it? Um, um. um Josh, I think you're I think you're breaking up just a little bit. Why don't you try it? But you were fine at the beginning of the call. Why don't you try hanging up and calling right back? Uh, if that's cool. Yep. Turning off and back on. That's how that's how we do it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah, that's he seemed to be breaking up just a little bit. Yes. Um but uh I don't know. What did you think? Well, I guess you, I, I thought Leary's decision making was actually okay. Let's see. Um, all right. How, how are you now, Josh? 
Yeah, I hear you good now. Okay, yeah, now now we're a little better. It seems like so. Yeah, I can hear you now. Um, we're, so you were okay. talking about uh, Leary's decision making. You think he could have uh, made a little bit better decisions sometimes? Yeah, but I mean, honestly, it's, it's game one. I mean, we won by thirty. We won forty four points. And what was crazy is like, dang man, I'm gonna get so close to score, but I'm not gonna get right there. And and then um, I'm sorry, I forget the kid that transferred from Vanderbilt. Ray Davis. Davis. I was like, yeah. yeah, Davis. I was like, yeah, boy, a September spread. You know how ESPN always has that bad beat. Yeah. At the on the show, that was a yeah. bad beat for somebody because it was. They they thought they had that winner winner chicken dinner. <laughs> yeah. And that, that dude just broke their heart when he when he took off and hit that end zone. And, um, That's I, what I said, Josh. Make sure you cover that spread. Uh, he's been he, – he's, he, he's told his team this year, it don't matter if they're down or they're up by a million points. His mentality is not to quit. And he told, you know, Ray Davis – I think he said, that's his name, right? Ray Davis? Yep, that's it. He, he said, I don't want you laying down. He said, I don't want nobody just to get a first down and lay down and end the game. They don't stop you. They don't stop you. He, he said, we got a new mentality at the University of Kentucky this year, and that's what I'm striving to do is make a better uh, a better, um, a better, team, and, and we're just we're going in with uh, the, the whole deal of just wanting to. And I love just, that. You know, yeah. Yeah, I, I do too. And I wish Cal Perry was like that. You know, so I'm just had like, hey, we're up by 25. Don't let up. Let's go. Let's win by 35. Yeah, foot on the gas. With the with the team this year, and I love what Coach Stoops is doing. But um, we lost. Uh, did we lose a player today? Kenneth Horsey. Sure, I, yeah, Kenneth. We don't know for how long yet, uh, but it certainly did not look good. Yeah, that sucks. It does. I mean, that's two in a row now because I mean that's the last thing we need is losing big key players. But yeah, especially on the O line too. Yeah. Hopefully, it's something minor and. Uh, and he can get back in three or four weeks, and it's not season injury or season-ending injury. But uh, dang, I almost got that beer from you today. Almost. <laughs> what was your score prediction? Get my score prediction was forty-two to fourteen. What was yours? Forty-five ten. Man, yeah, you were close too. Man, we were getting some. We were we were on a roll on the show on Thursday. We we're picking some good scores for this game. So maybe maybe we can uh, we can keep that going for a few more weeks. Well, so what do you what do you think of what do you think of Leary? Like, do you think uh, he's everything that you hoped that he would be? Yeah, I mean, there was one time when they they held the pocket good for him, and I I seen him chuck it downfield like Levis did last year, and I mean. Everybody's, everybody's complaining about his accuracy. I mean, I mean, I didn't think it was that bad today. And I mean, he threw that ball down. They got that pass interference in the end zone, and I think they uh, they scored on that drive. But, uh, I just, I don't, you know, people are always going to be haters and always be critics. And I'm like, come on, it's just it's game one. It's not like we're eight games in the in, right. into the season and we're having these mistakes. One, it's, it's game one. How about our special teams too? Like I, I'm singing praises for that. Forty-six yard field goals or something like that. Ah oh, man! Oh, I was happy. 
just just being able to snap the ball was pretty impressive. We did it. It's cool that you got Brad with you. Um, yeah, man. Um, so cool. Well, th- thanks for thanks for calling in as always. Uh, Georgia is only up seven to nothing on UT Martin. We're getting close to halftime here, so keep your eyes on that game. That would be. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I said it. I said it the whole time in the last month or month and a half since we've been talking about football. We ain't gonna beat Georgia. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it, man. We're still on still on the hype train. We're gonna, well, Georgia, we're gonna be Tennessee. We're gonna we're gonna stop Florida. Oh, dude, we're gonna, dude. Florida is not good. We're gonna. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not impressed with Florida at all. Yeah, we're we're no. gonna stop Florida. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with okay. that. I can't wait. Well, thanks, man, for calling in as always, and we'll we'll talk to you next uh, next Thursday, if not before. Yeah, uh, go Cats. God bless you guys. Have a great night. Uh, what a way to start our season out, putting 40, 44 points up on the board. Can't ask for no better. That's right. Hey, if we if Stoops is pissed about a thirty point win, I think we're in a good good spot to start the season. So <laughs> yeah, I hope we I hope we put forty four up all season. If we put forty up forty four all season, yeah, we might go undefeated. Who knows? Let's yeah. do it, man. All right. Well, thank right. thanks for calling in. All right. Have a great night. You too. See you hey, later, Josh. The the forty four, you know, it is a little misleading because you know we have the special teams and defensive points, but like, yeah, there's still, still means we put up thirty points on offense, which is bad. We only averaged twenty point four points per game last year, and that was overall. That wasn't on the offense. Still went yeah. seven and five in the regular season. Yeah, so, you know, with that, so. Right. If thirty something is us on a bad day, you know maybe that's maybe that's good. I don't know. Maybe we're trying. Maybe we're putting too much of a positive, optimistic spin on things. But maybe not. You know, maybe we're just being homers. Who knows? But it's possible. We we gotta. Only time will tell. So we gotta wait till next week. But uh, well, hey, thanks guys for tuning in to us. We really appreciate it. Um, uh, and thanks Brad from College Sportscast for for joining me. He's gonna be joining me on on most, if not all, these this season. And then we might even have John Hammonds uh, on here. We'll also, do some, we'll do post games. Try to do them each week. Um, next week. The game, I think, is at 3 Eastern time, so it'll be, uh, you know, maybe around 6.30-ish or something like that when the game ends next week. We will try to be a little bit closer to get end of game time. This week I was working, so we had to, like, put it off for a couple of hours after the game. So, But we'll try to be within – 30 minutes of the end of the game or something, 30, 45 minutes within the end of the game next week. Um, uh, So y'all tune in and catch us. We're going to have some fun and do these post games with Coleman. I appreciate Coleman asking me on to do these and it's a great time. I love talking sports and I love talking Kentucky and doing a post game and some call-ins and stuff is pretty good. So absolutely. uh, Thank you, Coleman. I appreciate it. At any time, man. And when are when are you guys going live? By the way, when's College Sportscast do their show? So my shows, I do. I'm actually doing three a week right now. So um, oh man, yeah. We do, so we have a show Tuesday nights. This is going to be the uh, debut of this show, actually on two on Tuesday night called the Big Fuss Show. Big Fuss, and it's All right. and it's a debate show. 
where we okay. kind of go back and forth. Nice. It's a, it's a debate show. Um, we we'll have some topics and and kind of and do a couple of segments and 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 go back and forth. And then on Thursday nights we do a, a game day pick 'em show, and that's where we pick about ten or twelve games. We use the spreads, and and we pick some of the biggest games of the weekend. Yep. Um, and then on Sundays we have our weekend wrap up show, and Tuesday and Thursdays is at eight central, and Sunday is at three p.m. central. Gotcha. Nice. Well, so, as you, what's that? So tune in. We would love to have you. I know um, we're not talking just cats. We are college sports cast. We are covering all the topics, but we do cover Kentucky stuff when it warrants it. So, you know. Yeah. No. And, and then uh, a mind of things on talking Kentucky. Yeah, we go live every Thursday night um, at seven o'clock central, eight o'clock Eastern. So you can always catch us on Thursday nights. You can catch Brad on those days he just listed. And then you can catch us uh, every football post game uh, this, this year. So um, a lot of opportunities to talk some Kentucky and to talk some college sports. So cats get the win uh, 44 to 14. Um, go big blue, go big blue uh, for Coleman Scott and for Brad Harvey. And for Kentucky, uh, this has been the Talking Kentucky Post Game Show, and we'll see you all next time. Go Cats!